Hey guys, welcome back to the Lift Your Life podcast. Hope you are all well. Hope everyone is good. Now, I did say the last week that I would be doing this week's podcast all about social occasions and eating out. However, I did just do a webinar on it last night and really you should have been on it or you should have signed up to get the recording. Um, I will basically cover everything that I said in the webinar on a future podcast, but then I didn't want everyone who came last night to then have to listen to the same stuff again. So I actually wanted to cover something different um, this week I wasn't sure what to cover but I did a Q&A on Instagram last week and I got quite a few questions about training cardio what should I do weights wise how much cardio should I be doing when should I do cardio so I'm basically going to call this episode WTF do I do in the gym I'm going to give you the most basic understanding of what it is you should be doing in the gym and this is going to be applicable for every single one of you whether you've got a PTR coach or not because it might actually make you question what you're doing That's not me saying that you're slating your PT or coach, by the way, but sometimes it's actually quite good to be critical and think, have they given me something which actually aligns with what I want to do? And if not, voice it. I mean, if any of my clients are listening to this right now and go, actually, you know what, what you're saying I should be doing and what I want to be doing don't align here, then call me out on it because I want to make sure that the training you're doing is actually in align with what it is you want to achieve. So you need to make sure that you do that. Now, The first thing I want to say is that you do want to nail what you do in the gym, but you also need to make sure that you are nailing every single thing you do out of the gym. Because ultimately, your body compositional changes, which you are probably striving to achieve in some way, shape or form, will not come about unless you put in the graft outside of the gym. But that's a podcast topic for another day. So I'm going to basically give you the lowdown of what exactly it is you want to be doing within the gym why potentially you want to prioritize resistance training, why you may want to prioritize cardio, what, when, how to do cardio and resistance training, and how the hell do you know that you're training right? So I'm going to cover all of this in today's episode, so let's get to it. So first and foremost, let's kick off with my baby, resistance training. Why the hell should you resistance train? You might be listening to this going, well, I want to resistance train because I want to get, you know, all of the muscle, all of the toning, all of that jazz. You might be listening to this being like, yeah, I'm not really really that bothered to be fair mate I just want to drop some body fat regardless I think it's super 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 important that everyone does lift weights even if it's only a small part of your program especially as a female and this is why so the first reason is basically to quote unquote tone up or build lean muscle so tone up is one of those words which doesn't really have a meaning but in effect it is basically having a body composition that is lean in terms of body fat levels and has some lean definition um coming through and you will not get that lean definition through cardio you gotta get it through weights uh, or if you just want to build the lean muscle you've got to get it through weights you ain't gonna get it through cardio, you ain't gonna get it through your legs, bums and tums classes or your body pump, you gotta lift heavy in order to do it. As females, it's goddamn hard to build muscle. Any of you who are listening to this who are on muscle building journeys or have been for years will be going amen sister to that. We do not have the testosterone naturally in our bodies in order to build lean muscle. So we've we've gotta force it to grow, we've gotta make it and that comes from lifting heavy. Second reason is to feel more confident. Um, I have found with myself and pretty much every single client that's come through my books that lifting weights not only makes them feel more confident within their own bodies in terms of the changes, but makes you just feel strong, empowered, and boosts overall confidence and self-esteem. The changes that I've seen from a lot of my actual one-to-one clients in terms of just general overall confidence within themselves and how they present themselves and talk about themselves and present themselves to the world since starting resistance training is sensational. Like, it's a human transformation. It's madness. And it's the same with 
me, before I started training, I was probably one of the most shy people you'd ever meet. I had no confidence in myself, in my ability. And since training, that has just grown and evolved. So it will have a massive impact and knock on your life. You know, this is why I branded myself Lift Your Life and why I'm so passionate about weight training because it's not just about looking banging but actually feeling amazing in yourself and the confidence that you have. Another reason is just for general health. Now, lifting weights help protect our bone density and actually builds them up, which will protect us later in life from issues such as osteoporosis. I myself have been on the, I am on the brink of osteoporosis due to my estrogen levels. And if I hadn't had those years of resistance training behind me, I probably would have snapped bones left, right and center. And obviously as we do get older and go through the change, we do lose estrogen and this is gonna protect us from just snapping <laughs> and um, issues with our bones later on in life. Another health of issue, you know, health um, benefits as well. Mental health, so can, there's a lot of link between resistance training and just general mood, so anxiety, depression, low mood, stress, um, and our joint health and just general day-to-day energy as well. There's so many benefits um, to our physical and mental well-being that resistance training can bring. And obviously the, the main reason for most of us is just to get strong. And strength goals are so really important to have, I think, um, even if you are on a fat loss journey, because they are so much more rewarding and healthy than scale weight focus. These are numbers which matter. These are numbers which you can control. And when you do hit them, the feeling is just like no other. So that's why I'm so passionate about lifting weights. So what the hell do you do then? I've told you that you need to lift weights. So what do you do? Do you just pick up a, a dumbbell, do you do a machine, how many days, what the, what the hell do you do? Now this is gonna be obviously very specific to you, how far you are into your, your journey, your knowledge, your experience. So if you are brand, brand, brand new, I would always start machine-based, just to actually understand what an exercise is, how a muscle should feel, it's safer, and it will actually allow you to understand you know how it should feel, where you should feel it, the mechanics of the exercise, and then you can start to transition into free weights. So, I would you know keep it really, really, really simple. So, some sort of shoulder press, some sort of chest press, some sort of leg press, leg extension, leg curl, some sort of pull down, some sort of maybe um, seated row, and potentially like a bicep, tricep, adductor, abductor. There's you know there's probably about twelve to fifteen machines I would probably program for someone brand brand new, and that will get you feeling comfortable. And I would always make sure that you are including some sorts of compound exercises. So that is utilizing multiple joints and muscle groups. So a press, a shoulder press, a, a squat or a hip hinge. So things like deadlifts and some sort of like row variation because that's gonna um, get a lot, you know, you get more bang for your buck. You won't make multiple multiple groups in one go. Um, multiple, multiple groups, multiple muscle groups is what I was trying to say. So I always start with those near the start of your session as well because they require more energy and then finish on isolation, which basically means just working one muscle using one joint at a time. So that's how I structure things. Now, how many days? Anywhere between three and five is perfect. So if you can only get in the gym three days a week, I've literally had a client sign up with me like the other week and she was like, can I make progress, Lucy, just coming three days a week? And I was like, hell yeah, you can. You can you know, hit every muscle group once to two or three times um, in those three sessions and you can get really, really strong and you can make epic progress, it's been done. If you wanna come four or five times and you enjoy it or that's what you're doing, I would actually split your sessions up further. So three days a week, typically, I would do just full body sessions. Four days a week, I typically would go upper, lower, upper, lower, and then five days, you could potentially go push, pull legs, upper, lower, or push, pull legs, and then focus on 
like delts and back and then maybe glutes and hamstrings just things that you want to focus on but the more days you've got the more area you and scope you've got to do that and focus in on those sort of weaker areas or areas that you particularly want to build up but realistically as long as you're hitting every single muscle group twice a week and having 48 hours between muscle groups so for example if you can train three days a week don't do your sessions monday tuesday wednesday have a day off in between to allow your muscle to to rest and again how you know how do you structure it how many sets how many reps it's going to be very individual to you and your goal um how long you can spend in the gym level of experience but literally as just a throwaway comment just if you are literally clueless three sets of eight to twelve typically is what is going to allow for you to grow anything less and you are working on just strength pure strength parameters which is kind of what you see in powerlifting, Olympic lifting, and anything higher kind of taps into sort of your cardiovascular system. But again, that is so specific, so niche, so unique, and it's something that I could talk about for hours on a podcast for every single exercise and muscle group. And but that is the fundamentals basically. So let's talk now more so about cardio. Um, why, why do cardio? Now, some of you will be like, well, I want to but just lose body fat. Some of you will not be on fat loss journeys and thinking, do I need to do cardio in my program? And I would always say yes. Even if you are on you know, pure muscle building, um, weight gain processes, you still do cardio. I tell all of my clients who are on these to do some sort of cardio. And here's the reasons why some sort of cardio in your program is important. So first and foremost, the pretty obvious ones are um, to burn more calories and for better health. So in terms of what cardio does, it gets your heart rate up, it's elevated, and, and this requires your body to work harder, which ultimately burns more calories and will therefore put you into a bigger deficit if you are on a fat loss process and ultimately push your fat loss further. So if fat loss is your primary goal, your main focus, cardio is going to be super, super, super important. And if it's your pretty much your only priority, you're not that bothered about building muscle, I would prioritize it and do it at the start of your session. And again, if you are wanting to sort of tone and potentially do cardio and weights, how I would structure it into is what do you feel the most motivated to do? which requires you to work harder so for some people even though fat loss is more of a goal it it requires more motivation to actually do the resistance training so do that first always do the things first which are of most priority and you find yourself forcing yourself to do a little bit more because if cardio you just enjoy and you could do it all day well it doesn't matter that you'll have it after you've done a session because you're like well yeah i don't mind doing that um but that's that's that in terms of that if you've got the time, like myself, I really don't like doing them together because one, I'll end up being in the gym for like two hours. And um, for myself, um, I obviously do bodybuilding. I try and optimize everything. And there are studies to show that doing uh, cardio around your weight resistance session isn't optimal, but I'm not gonna bore you with that because that's a story for another day. And for you guys, you don't need to stress about that little 1%, 2% I do focus on. And also because I like doing my cardio fasted, get it done out of the way because I hate doing it um, later on in the day. So I always do my cardio first thing, I split them up. But keeping it simple, when do you do it? When it's important to you, you know, if it's your PR goal, do it first. Or if you have it, you want to do both, um, do the thing first that you maybe think that you need to use more energy and motivate yourself to do more obviously cardio is better good for health parameters which is why i get my clients to do it because obviously it helps your cardiovascular fitness and can help 
um, like with weights, protect bones, joints and connective tissues. And the thing is, if you let your cardiovascular um, fitness just slip, you'll find that when you do do resistance training, when you're doing like higher rep things, like lunges especially, things like that, you are gonna be blowing and you're gonna really struggle. Um, it's really obvious which clients don't do their cardio uh, because they'll be like, I'm really struggling on this. It's like, well, yeah, because your CP fitness is terrible. <laughs> so you've been skipping your cardio, hun, that's not okay. Um, so that taps into as well the improved stamina and endurance and again this isn't just about um, within the gym session itself it's just day-to-day -day activities like how often do you find yourself um, getting out of breath walking up and down the stairs and playing with your kids or playing with your dog whatever you know you're chasing your dog around a field it's got something it shouldn't have and you're like i can't do it anymore i'm out of breath so doing cardiovascular training so cardio is going to help with that so you won't feel quite as dead doing those activities and just to feel good as well like sometimes i always find that when i get up to my cardio some days i'm just like yeah i really can't be bothered but every single time i've done it i feel sensational it can help relieve stress and anxiety and just make you feel really good release loads of endorphins so what the hell do you do for cardio what the hell do you do for cardio so in effect cardio is any sort of exercise at all which uses um, your aerobic system which is basically um, you getting your heart rate up to about 65 to 80 percent of your maximum heart rate now there are ways you can if you go into google and type in sort of my maximum heart rate based upon your age and other demographics it can kind of guess where yours would be again it's going to be it's one of those sort of ballpark figures a bit like bmi that's very subjective but it gives you a sort of rough understanding i typically sort of suggest to people that your card you know if you're doing steady state sort of cardio you want to be around sort of 130 140 beats per minute um anything above and you sort of tapping into hip but again it's very variable everyone's different um so that's that um wh when do you do it so again it's very individual and goal dependent but if it's just general health as a baseline i say like two lots of 20 minutes a week um if it's cardio it could be daily it could be for longer the more you do obviously the more it's going to you know burn if you're on more of a strict diet process it could get quite high the highest my cardio ever got when i was doing my photo shoot last year was nearly two hours now i'm not saying do that by any means god no don't but it's like i said the variability is depending on how strict your goal is but at least two lots of 20 minutes a week for everyone I would say just for general health parameters but this is the big question so how do I do my cardio which cardio is best hit steady state the treadmill the stairmaster a class it does not matter you've just got to find one that you can enjoy because there are so many different ways to do cardio and I think people think cardio is boring because you're just going to be on a bike or on a cross trainer if i had to just do a cross trainer i would i would hate it i really would i had to use a bike last year in lockdown i hated it but there's certain ways of doing cardio which i actually quite enjoy and again it's very different for everyone so the different kind of ways you can do cardio is steady state so sort of lower intensity medium intensity and this will basically mean keeping your heart rate at quite a continuous level so if you look at your fitbit or apple watch doing this you'll find that it's not massively fluctuating it's kind of about the same so examples of this is like a treadmill run or a high incline pace walk using the stairmaster the you know the, the rower the bike the cross trainer these sort of parameters um, and again it's just finding the one that you enjoy one that gets your heart rate up one that you enjoy that doesn't cause you any pain or discomfort i personally my favorite is the stairmaster i love it i don't know why i just do other ones i really don't enjoy so find the one that you enjoy rinse it use it Another way you can do cardio is by HIT training. So this basically involves really, really, really short periods. And I mean short. People say they're doing HIT and it's just like keeping going. That isn't HIT. It's like 
30 second intervals max getting your heart rate really flipping high close to your maximum heart rate and then recovery periods where it's bringing it right back down not to rest but sort of around 120 130 so it's keeping it quite steady then it shoots up um this is more time efficient this method because you could do like intervals like sprints so for example you could do 30 seconds a sprint on the treadmill one and a half minutes of like a steady walk or jog and then go again do that five or six times you're going to be doing like what 15 minutes um so it's a lot more time efficient um, and it actually has um, this afterburn effect as well because it keeps your heart rate kind of quite high it continues to burn calories for longer afterwards as well but it, again if, if you enjoy it you know if you don't enjoy hit style training don't do hit i typically actually do quite like hit every now and again i've just had to taper hit down um with my um, personal health issues which is a shame because i do actually quite enjoy um sprints and things but if you enjoy it do it if you don't don't and you can do a hit cardio uh, not just on a machine you can do it with like a circuit um tabata style training um intervals circuits um all these sort of things i give them to some clients some clients are like oh, i don't want to do the treadmill I'm like right i'll give you a circuit then um any you know there's so many different ways you can do it google it youtube it ask me whatever just find something that you enjoy and it doesn't even have to be anything like that it can be a, you know a sport that you play or classes so a lot of my clients really enjoy the classes at the gym, the the legs, bums and tums, the zumba, the pump, the the, the boot camps. You know, 45 minutes of that is cardio. I know one of my clients likes to do the a class on the Saturday, that is an hour that ticks off her cardio. And if she wants to do anything else, she does. And that's because she really enjoys the class. And if you enjoy something like that, do it. I'm not against classes for cardio, but I'm against classes if you think that it's gonna build your muscle and get you toned, because they ain't, because the weights you lift in them aren't heavy enough. Um, but they're really good for cardio, and they're quite communal, so they're quite good if you're feeling quite lonely and isolated in the gym, they're a really good way to meet new people. And sports as well, you know, if you do things like you go to a dance class, um, if you go to play football, I've got a client who plays netball, I've got two, a, few, a few clients playing netball, weirdo, shit spot but um there's different ways of doing cardio so you know it doesn't have to just be this running on a treadmill find something that works for you and use it and enjoy it so now the the kind of the thing that most people ask is how do i know i'm doing things right um so in terms of like form and technique, I can't go through that really on here. If you've got a PT, they should be checking over that with you. If you've got an online coach, they should be checking over that with you. If you're completely brand new, I would always suggest getting your basic induction at the gym. I would not suggest watching your favorite um, influencer on Instagram because nine times out of 10, based upon what I've seen, their form, their technique, the guidance they give is a lot of shit. Um, if you follow someone who is very knowledgeable, um, you will find some really good training videos and knowledge. Um, examples off the top of my head of people who are really, really good to follow, maybe I watch some of their videos on YouTube, is a lot of the, of the bodybuilder people. So people like Josh Bridgman, fantastic, AJ Morris, Kuba and Meg. I'm trying to think of other people that I've watched who do some really good videos on technique. I can't think of any. If I think of any, I'll link them in the show notes. But finding very knowledgeable people, that can help. But I would always make sure you've got someone in your corner if you aren't 100% sure. But I'm going to basically talk to you about how you're knowing you're actually pushing yourself hard enough to elicit the right response. Because that can be hard to know. Um, you know, it's like I walked away from... Sometimes you walk away from the gym, you haven't sweat, you aren't aching, but have you done enough? So this is how I'm going to tell you to know that you have done enough. 
So training intensity is basically how hard you're working and it's going to be quite a relative concept to you as an individual. But it's important for results. If you want, you know, if you want the best outcome possible, you've got to train and bring you know, work hard in your sessions. You know, you can't just show up to the gym and, you know, do a few things and then walk off home and have a Mackey's. Well, you ain't gonna change your back. I used to do that. Well, I used to just come to the gym and just do a few things and didn't really feel anything. Well, God, no wonder I didn't change. I've actually got to put some work in. So it's a really, really simple way of knowing and that I like to use my clients that you're actually training hard enough is what's called the RPE scale, the rate of perceived exertion. So 10 being your like absolute max where you will, you feel like you're gonna die and you're putting everything into it. And one being like pretty easy, you know, you could probably be doing it on the sofa chilling, you know, it doesn't really require any effort at all. So how do we measure it? So in terms of where this will apply so if for steady state cardio, like I said, your heart rate should probably be anywhere between sort of one, th- I don't like to say because everyone's different, but 130, 140 is like a ballpark figure, but have a look at what your maximum heart rate is and it should be around sort of 60, 70% of that. And out of 10, you should be feeling about a six out of 10. So what that would mean is that you'll you'll notice your breathing's getting heavier. You might be feeling a bit warmer. You might be a little bit sweaty, but you could definitely maintain that intensity throughout. You know, if your cardio is half an hour, you're not gonna be like 10 minutes and think, fuck, I can't do this anymore. You should be able to maintain it. Your heart rate should be up, like I've said, and you could probably, you know, say the odd thing to someone, but you should not have your mate next to you on the treadmill and be able to talk about the entire episode of Love Island. You ain't working hard enough if that's the case, but you might be able to drop the odd comment, the odd yes, the odd no. Um, do you know what I mean? That sort of thing. With HIT, um, your RPE, um, when you're doing your all out balls out should be an eight or nine really it should be pretty much everything you've got your recovery work should be about a five four five six so in the intense periods you should be out of breath you should not be able to say a word to anyone potentially you might drop an f-bomb if someone asks you to do something else but that's about it you should be pretty sweaty you're pretty warm and you should really feel your heart rate beating thumping out of your chest um, and you shouldn't be able to do it for long you should not be able to do it for more than like 30 40 seconds if you can it's not hit and in those recovery periods, it should be pretty similar to sort of the steady state cardio. Now with weight, this is the thing that I see most often done wrong, especially with females generally. I'm sorry to be generali- generalists, generalizing, generalizing. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, but you don't train intense enough, most of you. You genuinely don't. And it's something that when I train with people or train clients, um, they're like, oh shit, is that what it's like? I'm like, yes, that is what should, every set should feel like. So what it means is basically, with weights, I like to use that scale of uh, how many reps are actually left, how many more could you physically do with a gun to your head. Now you wanna be aiming for about an eight to 10 on the RP scale, which basically means leaving anywhere between zero to three or four left. Anything more than that, and it's just pointless, honestly. You wanna be aiming to train to failure. Now, failure is basically where you physically cannot move that weight anymore with good form. If you've reached it, you'll know what it feels like. You should be aiming to push to that, because if you can just finish your set and then be like, yeah, could have done more, fair enough it isn't gonna elicit the response you want. You really, and like I said earlier, you wanna be pushing yourself because it is hard for females to build muscle really goddamn hard. You've gotta push, you've gotta be ugly. If you've seen my Instagram and you've seen the pictures I post and the videos I post on my training, 
I know I'm look attractive. Now, I'm not saying you have to go as crazy as I do because I'm like an absolute psychopath in the gym. I will put my hands and say that. But it shouldn't be pretty. You know, these models and these Instagram influencers like I was just talking about who look amazing when they train, their hair looks perfect, their face looks perfect. That isn't what resistance training should on could look like. And you need to really push yourself. So that is going to cover today's um, podcast episode about WTF you should do in the gym. So I hope it's been insightful. I hope it's been helpful. Now, as always, if you have enjoyed it, please share, please let me know over on Instagram. If you have any questions about anything that I have said at all, fire them my way on Instagram. If anything's more, you know, relevant, specific to you, you want clarification on anything I've said, because obviously I had to be quite general, generalist, I can't remember what the word is, general, I think it's just general, in this podcast episode, I couldn't be specific about you and your circumstances, so if you want more guidance, obviously just shoot me a DM and I'll be happy to help, but that is everything for this week, thanks as always for listening, and I will see you on next week's